You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So uh, this week, we're um, jumping back into the lectionary. It's been a while since we've been here, um, or maybe not. And it's hard to remember. It really probably hasn't. Uh, <laughs> it's, actually, it has been, because you know, we actually went through Lent doing something different. So you know, uh, we'd encourage you to go back and l- listen to our Lenten series uh, on um, <laughs> Bible verses out of context and uh, um, you know, uh, enjoy that series, that six-week study that we did on that. But this week, we're looking in the lectionary, and in the lectionary text, uh, the John reading, uh, which really starts at 21, uh, 21, 1 through 19, we wanted to set up not, um, you know, we could have spent an, an entire series almost on this alone, and so we're picking out of um, looking at that third appearance starting at verse 14, and so I'm going to let Zach do his thing as we look at John 21, 14 through 19. Zach, Certainly. take it away. Here from the Gospel of John. Uh, there was now a third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he raised them, uh, was raised from the dead. When they finished breakfast, uh, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. A second time, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know, I love you. Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, do you, you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger and you used to fasten your own belt and go wherever you wished, but when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. Uh, after he said, after he said this to him, after this, he said to him, follow me. Was a there's a whole lot here. <laughs> I, I love this story so much, but but Matt, when you hear uh, just that quick little little story, um, not story, quick little passage uh, there in John's Gospel, what really uh, what really tugs at your your heart and soul? I think the question that we would have to wrestle with, if I were preaching this, I'm not preaching this this week, but. Um, what does it mean to feed my lambs today? Mm-hmm. And is Jesus calling to us? And are we attentive to Peter, like Peter, who um, felt remorse uh, over what his experience of the resurrection, uh, his part to play in Jesus' death and resurrection, um, and that that remorse is there, and that you know Jesus' act of grace here is amazing, and it's a great example for us to follow. Um, but I think, you know, what does it mean to feed my sheep? today and i think that's something to really wrestle with and really um uh, um process as we think about that as we're coming out of you know we're coming out of a global pandemic time where we've been having to do ministry differently 
And yes, we're still taking precautions and there's still things that we're kind of still doing and we're inching our, you know, hopefully we're inching our way back into this new normal that we're in. You know, what does it mean to feed my sheep? I think that's a great thing to wrestle with on this day. And, and so Zach, as you think about what is here, what, you know, anything I said, what, what strikes a chord with you? Well, for me, it, this is one of my favorite conversation, uh, conversations that Jesus has are really, it's one of my favorite conversations that we find in all of scripture. Um, partly because, um, because I love Peter so much of, of all of the disciples and people that we read about for me, he's, he's almost the most human. Uh, he's definitely for me, the most relatable in, and we see that in this conversation, Simon, Peter, do you love me? I do, you know, tell me, I do, you know, feed my lambs. And then a second time, and you, you feel that, that hurt, that frustration build in them of, you know, I do. What, what do you want? What do you want from me? What do I need to do to show you that I love you? Um, and, and I feel that deeply in our own humanity uh, that we find ourselves in that, that same way, right? Uh, whether it's with Jesus or other people or, or however we, we are in our day to day, we have these conversations. Um, I, I just don't, I don't know that we can go through this lifetime and not have this exact conversation with someone, whether it be, uh, you know, whether it be God, ourselves, you know, our spouses, you know, people, whatever it is, you know, that I love you, you know, what do I need to do to show you? And, and Jesus's answer is so simple, yet so hard. Feed my sheep, feed my lambs, tend to them, right? And, and the question that it always leads me back to, uh, which is, and it always leads me back to what the religious leaders ask Jesus is, well, who's, who are the sheep? Who's my neighbor, right? And also a, a simple question with yet a such hard and complex answer um, because we're people and we don't do it well sometimes, right? And so, um, but it's that last, uh, outside of all the conversational aspects and, and just feeling deeply, <laughs> deeply humanized and, and invested into this conversation because it feels so real uh, in my own life. It's just that last little bit. Um, and after he said this to him, he, he just simply says, follow me. It's that same call that Peter heard on the beach at the very first time. Hey, Peter, follow me. Okay, let's go. And, and it comes all the way back around full circle for Peter in that same call these years later with everything that has happened in the fullness of the life and death and resurrection of Christ. It's the same call to follow me. And, and that's really, really grounding for me, no matter what you know, what kind of day we have or who we're working with or who we're just in front of and being pastoral or human to, it all comes back to that same, to, to feed the sheep, to uh, tend the sheep and to feed the lambs. Um, it comes back to follow me. I've, I've taught you all the things, follow me. And I love it and I hate it because it's so simple, yet it's so, so hard sometimes. Well, and I think that, I think that Peter's um, responses, like especially in verse fifteen, Lord, you know that I love you, <laughs> and Jesus just says, "Feed my lambs." Yeah, and he asks the second time. You know, Peter comes back at him and says, "Hey, uh, Simon, son of John, do you love me?" 
yes, Lord, you know, I, I mean, and so there's kind of almost this bent up like yeah. frustration of like, yes, I do. Can you not understand? Like, and, and, and you've, I mean, you're, you're married and have kids of teenage angsty years and, and you know how that is. Like, like we have seen this play out in our, in our daily lives. And, and I think that that idea of, I liked how you said identifying who the sheep were are. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something in our community that we, um, uh, have neglected to realize that there are people who don't get connected because we're not looking for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we miss the boat on people so many times on things of, um, and I know it's because we don't do evangelism well. I mean, I just know that. And I know evangelism needs to change uh, in the way that we handle that. Uh, it's that and we other people and we ignore you know, yeah. we, we just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, I think, I think the, the healthiest way I've ever heard uh, how to have that conversation is, Hey, and is the, the activity of active listening. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to listen to you and you listen to me and I'm going to repeat back to you things. And I'm going to ask questions on things that I don't understand so that I can fully invest myself into you. And then you can invest yourself into me and be in a serious dialogue. Like, I think of the, we call it the, um, bearded, uh, bearded bar at the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a group of men, uh, that gather at the coffee shop bar here in town. And like, literally we just, and it started with just me sitting at the coffee bar and then people started, and I got to know those, I literally entered into their lives as we had conversations with them. And, and now after almost a year later, even, you know, as we've come back from COVID and the restaurant's been open and I've been allowed to sit back up at the bar. Uh, we have now entered into faith conversations where we're having some really good faith conversations that we wouldn't have had at the very beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that this is where getting to know, I think the example I see here, it's not, we don't have to ask them three times in a row, but we have to keep, you know, engaging in with those sheep and loving for those sheep and caring for those sheep where they are, not worrying about where they've been, but the hope would be to connect them with Jesus down the road. And mm-hmm. so what does that look like in, you know, what does it look like in your faith community? What would that look like for you to feed your sheep in your community that you live in right now? I think that's a good right. thing to wrestle with. Well, and it's, it's relationship building, right? Yeah. Um, and, and like you said, I mean, active listening is a whole nother podcast for a whole nother time. Uh, something, something I learned when I had a real job uh, and I was a salesman is you don't listen to respond. You know, you don't listen to fix the customer's problem. You listen to hear what they need, right? Uh, and, and as people, it's really, really hard for us because we do not active listen. We listen to respond. And before the person's even done, we're formulating our response and we miss a whole, whole part of it, right? We're not engaged. Um, but to, to do this, I mean, it's relationships. It's building relationships with the people, getting to know them. I mean, they're, it, it's feed my lambs, tend, um, tend my sheep, feed my sheep. I mean, there's a progression there. Start with the young, feed, feed the, the least of these essentially, right? Uh, with lambs being small sheep uh, or baby sheep, you know, and then tend, tend to my sheep, be there, be present uh, and then feed them again. Right. I mean, that's, that's just huge. Um, 
and I mean, we could we could jump in and talk about the relationship between these three questions and and the three times Peter denies Jesus and and some things like that too, because um, there's some significance there as to and I and I you know that points back to the frustration of Peter of what do I need to do to show you, um, you know, and, and but I find it I don't know I just I love this story because we see all of that we see huge grace and love from Jesus. We see Peter being just like us. Uh, and, and in my opinion, reacting exactly how I would of what do I need to do? Just tell me, you know, um, but, but Jesus staying in that relationship, staying in that call and bringing it all the way back to follow me. I've shown you all the things now go and do it. Yeah. And I think that that's a good, spot to land i i really do believe that the idea and we you know we could definitely do a series on relationship building and probably should write a book Mm. on it together (laughs) because that's all we ever talk about so uh abigail and uh cokesbury if you're listening again uh we we definitely would love to have that book deal now we have we've already pitched like three book ideas in the last like (laughs) year um i guess season six we get the book uh that's right so so uh we'd love to have that book and just talk to us about what we'd like uh, like to write about, we'll write something, uh, just to have that book to go on the clearance shelf eventually. Um, straight uh, to clearance. Straight to clearance. <laughs> Can we just have a straight to clearance release? We would be okay with that. Um, but I, I, I think that idea of relationship building, not only with us, but with Jesus too. Mm-hmm. Um, how often do we need to reconnect with Jesus and, 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 and admit that like, yes, I do love you. Like, okay. But doing the same thing and actively listening and being present instead of our relationship with <laughs> with with Jesus being one of response, right? And yeah, active participation and listening. Or a, um, as I like to think of it, uh, it's not transactional. Um, right. Relationship yep. building should never be transactional. And so, right. uh, you know, please don't make it. Um, like when we're trying to build relationships with people, it's not about what the goal, the end goal of real good evangelism is not getting them to church. It's connecting them with Jesus. Right. Um, and I think that that's the, if we can wrestle, if we can process that and, and when we do share our faith and listen to others share their faith or where they've been, um, the, the thing is not to respond, to get them to Jesus, but to listen how you can show where maybe they see Jesus in their life and they just don't recognize Jesus yet. And I think that that's where, you know, we can make, we can build mountains out of molehills on that. So what you're trying to say is don't play music on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> or you don't have to have the bumper sticker, t-shirt, coffee mug. You're right. Right. Just be you. Just be, Just you. be present. Yep. Um, I'm here for it. Uh, so with that in mind, we want to encourage you to go and check out six years worth of amazing <laughs> beard casts and podcast things. Things a stretch. <laughs> Hey, it's amazing. We've been doing it for six years. I don't that care what you say. That is the amazing. That is the uh, amazing part. Uh, you know, we do recognize that those first couple of episodes when we were trying to figure out what we were doing was are are now hilarious to watch. Yes. Um, we may even replay the one with our wives, so we don't have to have our wives back on because that would, in some ways, be easier. Um, but um, you know, uh, connect with us uh, through social media, through Facebook or. Um, anywhere on social media. We're pretty much everywhere. Um, You can connect with us. And so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. Uh, I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Go Broncos.
Hey, there you go. I can get on board with that. Mark, I got the hat. I know, I see it. <laughs> no, I'm telling Mark, I got the hat. Oh. <laughs> I want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.